0: Easy does it.
1: But do it. I am Carl. I am an addict alcoholic, among other things. and my sobriety days, August twenty second, twenty fourteen.
0: I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic. My sobriety date is February nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. This is SoberPod. <laughs> Sober Pod is the podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not experts or professionals, just a varying number of deeply flawed individuals with good intentions. If you would like to hear about the 12 steps, check out season two of 2019 for the years long coverage of 50 plus episodes. And it goes without saying, we do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation.
1: Ah. I
0: never did that. <laughs>
1: keeps me waiting. It's kind of on the topic too, actually. You know? Hey, you know what I do <laughs> want to do? So hmm. there there is this uh there so I'm i I'm sharing uh the screen and uh we have um oh so there's not a there's no video for this, it's not gonna come up. Maybe the video doesn't play. Either way, um I wanted to say uh that you know because we talk about our membership. Uh I put up I put up two articles so that we have like these uh easy does it but do it article, right? Mm. Which kind of goes along with some of our stuff today. And then we have another one which is basically about um mastering uh new skills. So um I wanted to say that like our promotion is over for um for our uh for our, August, yeah. For August, and the, the member me code no longer works. So for all you people that have been banging down my door, <laughs> <to get it laughs> in here. okay, just know that it 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 no longer works. And so, um, but uh, but you can still go to um, silverpod. go uh, you because know, we talk about the um oh geez, I, and I stopped sharing on it too. That's the reason why I started sharing, is uh, <laughs> so one of the things I wanted to point out, uh, if we go to our uh our our members area right is uh down here in like right here so we have like step 1 through 12 like laid out so if you go into our member area and you and you scroll down to the 12 steps you'll see uh if you click on step one you'll see a collection basically like here we have like you know the step one spelled out and then we also have like all the step one materials. So if you scroll down and click here, you'll go to season two, episode two, where we actually do, we start getting into step one. So um, it's pretty cool, the, you know, the way that it was, you know, laid out that, you know, we now have that all set up. So one through 12. And there's other like download materials in there. There's other support, you know, stuff in there. So as, as you click on step one, two through whatever, 12, you'll see other elements and it could be like other articles relating to the steps. It could be other episodes relating to the steps. It really is like, you know, encompassing for all that stuff that even happened later after we did 2019. So it's kind of all put together. Uh, And I I did that slowly, but surely over the period of like six months. (laughs) So it's there, right? And so, uh, so you'll have other materials. I just wanted to point that stuff out. So please, if you are considering jump in and um uh, you know, take the $2 or $5 pledge the reason that there's a $2 or $5 uh, subscription is because uh if you if you're like a big baller and you have a job and you can afford it please do the $5 but you know, <laughs> that's just <Chelsea. laughs> <laughs> mo money mo money, money and if you're not if you're not the baller and you want to go down to $2 great and it's again that's a monthly charge and it's really you know um pretty much nothing and then the other thing is we're on um, Spotify. And so Spotify, if you are just totally like pinching pennies as I was the last, you know, five months, there is a one dollar uh, subscription. And if you just if you subscribe on there, email me and I'll, I'll send you a, a, a code. uh that, you know you can get into the um, membership area for that one dollar as well so you have your options one two and five dollars so and we really do need that support we're gonna be cutting off uh, well we got cut off from anchor from doing our ad <laughs> if you guys didn't notice there's no ad anymore uh, right now anyway so uh so we're gonna be uh, uh you know looking for ways to supplement um, you know that loss because I thought that that was gonna be a longer thing and you know, it doesn't look like anybody's picking us up for advertising anytime soon. So we're just trying to make it to where we're a, a self-supporting uh, <laughs> organization, mm-hmm. and we would we would really like uh, to see support from our members. So thank you guys very much if you are already supporting as well. So please consider it. Um, other than that, Chelsea, how was the play? The
0: what?
1: Oh, it's like a, it's a joke. Like other than that, <laughs> Mr. Lincoln, how was the play? Right, you know, he, Other than the hole in the head, how, how, how was the play? So other than, how was your week?
0: It was good. Um, except, you know, now that I had my little break from school, I start next week. Uh, so when this airs, probably getting real close. Um, so that's been nice. Like actually spending time with my husband, my family, like actually not, chilling. you know, I have a life, yeah. um, briefly. Yeah. 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 Um, but I've just been like paranoid about, um, school upcoming. So I've tried to sprinkle in a little study time here and there, but also I'm just, you know, I'm, that's kind of how I operate. So yeah. it's been nice, but then I realized, Oh, I have to go back to work full time. Man, I just want a vacation. Like, yeah, it's all good. But you know what? Soon enough, I'll be where I want to be, and it's just kind of uncomfortable temporarily.
1: You know, ironically, as this is like we're doing easy does it right now, right? Which is Mm -hmm. chapter eighteen, a living sober, and it kind of talks about all this stuff, which is kind of awesome, actually. So, um, yeah, I, I, um, if you guys are inclined to actually listen to it i hope that you do because this this is the stuff that you know we always get confused or mixed up and um you know i do my my thoughts again behind easy does it where every time i heard it were like um you know uh <laughs> that uh that it was a um uh you know, because we were such fragile little alcoholic creatures that we were like, <laughs> you know, that we could, that we since we no longer have alcohol as our coping mechanism, we really can't live in the world anymore and that we can't operate uh, with any kind of like a surety or confidence because, you know, our lives are just going to be a wreck the minute something goes wrong and, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to have to drink and oh, <laughs> you know, we're so fragile. So, um, so that's why I love like actually this kind of stuff because when we do, uh like we did first things first, it's like, it was nice you know, to get through that, that saying. And now it's like, I feel a little bit more like invested in first things first a little bit after Mm -hmm. reading that understanding and talking about it. So I think that this is the same thing. Like easy does it. It's like, you know, it's not just a bumper sticker. It is something that they say for a reason. It's a banner that, that goes along with like the things that we're trying to learn in the program. It's like, um, it's like in addition to, it's like supplemental information or a little, um, a little, a little mantra that you can use again to, to get you through the stuff that you're going through, like school and this kind of stuff, and having balance with mm-hmm. that stuff, and just a very different way to to think about it because we can, you know, we can go to extremes because we are, <laughs> you know, some of us are, are a little bit more um, black and white and uh, all in,
0: <laughs> all yeah, the fucking like, time, you know. Easy yeah. does, <laughs> easy does it is not like something that comes naturally to me it's like just grind hard and keep going keep pushing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um and you know you'll run yourself ragged that way so i really appreciate easy does it when i actually apply it
1: yeah when i can And, and Mm -hmm. and it really does lead you into like you know mindfulness or um uh, you know, they talk about like meditation in this and prayer and, you know, these types of things, which, you know, again, I never really associated any of this stuff with like easy does it. Now it's like, it's like I say it's going to have like a I think it's this is going to be another one of those things where it's like I we get more information, more will be revealed. <laughs> and, and just by, you know, just by simply listening to eight and a half minutes of somebody talking, I think it's going to be awesome. OK, so um, so do we want to do we want to do that right now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Hold on a second because I got to do the whole, like, make sure that the share the audio tab is there. All right. So it is right here. It is easy. Does it? Uh, are you ready? Are you pumped?
0: I'm ready. Let's get Let the healing. Begin. Get on. <laughs>
1: All right. Here it is.
2: 18. Oh, it's the man this time. Easy does it. Have you just this minute finished reading the previous section, and are you now rushing right into this one? Why? It may be that you need to put into practice the slogan, Easy Does It. As alcoholics, we often tended to gulp (laughs) drinks faster than other people did, and we were seldom likely to overlook the last few drops in the cocktail glass or the last few slugs in the bottle. Many of us have been amused at our seeming inability, even after many years of sobriety, to walk away from a half-finished cup of coffee or glass of soda. We sometimes find ourselves gulping the last swallow of a non-alcoholic drink, as if. Perhaps most readers already get the point. It is not always easy for us to put down an unfinished page, chapter, or book we are reading— there seems to be almost a compulsion to go on to the end instead of taking only a page or a chapter or two a day and leaving the rest for another session. Not that this tendency is altogether bad. In getting over a destructive obsession such as drinking, it's sensible to replace it with a benign one, such as a compulsion to seek more and more knowledge and help for a drinking problem. So read on, if you like. It's a whole lot healthier than boozing but when you reach the end of this section, you might want to try something. Put this book aside and review your day. See how many times you could have slowed down a bit or taken things a little easier if you had thought of it. The slogan, easy does it, is one way we AA's remind each other that many of us have tendencies at times to overdo things, to rush heedlessly along, impatient with anything that slows us down. We find it hard to relax and savor life. When one of us is in a dither to get something done or get somewhere in a hurry, a friend may gently remonstrate, easy does it, remember? Then there's often a flash of annoyance at the advisor, and that indicates the advice must have hit home, wouldn't you say? Yes, we know that impatience today is by no means limited to alcoholics, as the rate of change in our civilization accelerates, more and more people feel pressed for time and harried to hurry up and catch up with. with what? With whom? Such pressure does not push most drinkers into alcoholism, as anyone can see. Only a small percentage of drinkers develop our problem. But those of us who did often find we share a need to learn how to relax, how to pace ourselves in a healthy way. How to enjoy small gains and even the simple pleasures along the way. In short, how to enjoy the journey instead of just fretting until we reach our destination. The horizon stays there. Sometimes it pays to stand still and gaze at it for the refreshment of the long look. Some of us repeatedly find, too, that we have bitten off more than even a hippo could chew. We keep taking on more commitments than any one person could handle. Probably we could learn a great deal about this from certain recovered cardiac patients. Many of them manage to be vigorously and productively active in a measured way which avoids harassment, overexertion, and frantic enslavement to the clock. Some of us work out routines to help us keep our goals realistically within the realm of possibility. We may make up a list of things we'd like to get done today, then deliberately discard half or more of it. Another day, another list. Or we intentionally schedule things pretty far in advance, teaching ourselves to neglect them, just as deliberately, until their time comes. Others of us find that lists and schedules can become tyrants, driving us to finish every item, no matter how much time and effort it takes so we swear off lists for a while. No longer pushed by their dictatorship, we can learn to move at a more spontaneous, leisurely pace. For a great many of us, sitting quietly alone for 15 or 20 minutes before starting each day's activities helps us set out in a relaxed, orderly frame of mind. Some of us use specific methods of prayer or meditation, which we have found particularly well-suited to this purpose and maybe several times during a hectic day, we manage to sit undisturbed with eyes closed for a five-minute break, then resume work refreshed. For some of us, it is easier to slow ourselves down if we have the help of another person. We may be unable to generate our own peace, but sometimes we can make ourselves sit quietly and listen to a friend who has achieved a measure of serenity. Full attention to someone else helps restore our equilibrium and gives us a new perspective on our own lives so we may see that they don't have to be a rat race. More formal institutionalized sessions of peace in the company of others, such as religious services, retreats, and the like, are particularly rewarding for certain people. Or we may simply decide to set out earlier in the day than we used to so we can move with less hurry. With a little thought, we may be able to work out personal timetables that are less jammed, more flexible, and thus less grinding and goading. When we do find ourselves uptight and even frantic, we can ask ourselves occasionally, am I really that indispensable, or is this hurry really necessary? What a relief to find the honest answer is frequently no. And such devices actually serve in the long run not only to help us get over our drinking problem and its old ways, they also enable us to become far more productive, because we can serve and channel our energy better. We arrange priorities more sensibly. We learn that many actions, once considered vital, can be eliminated if they are thoughtfully re-examined. How much does it really matter is a very good question. Of course, Easy Does It gives us no license for procrastination or being late for appointments. There are things that should not be put off until tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, such as stopping drinking. But there are other things better delayed beyond this 24 hours to be tackled when we are better equipped to handle them. Once, an extremely sick and agitated alcoholic called an AA office and said she had to have instant help. She was asked whether she could hold on 20 to 30 minutes until someone could reach her. Oh, no, she said. My doctor told me I had to have help right away, immediately, and there isn't a moment to lose. Then she went on. And that was day before yesterday. Our heart goes out to anyone in that dire condition. We all know too well how it feels. Help did arrive for the excited caller within the hour and now she tells the story on herself as an example of what she used to be like. It is almost incredible when you see how composed and alert she is now. If a strong inner core of peace, patience, and contentment looks at all desirable to you, it can be had. Remind yourself once in a while that maybe easy does it is this day's ideal speed. The change can start right now. Remember?
1: Remember? I remember. <laughs> Do you remember? What is it? What is it? What is the seventeenth? What is it the day? Of September? What is it? What is the date?
0: The twenty-first night of September. Oh, it's the 21st night okay, of can September? I tell you something funny? Sure. Every every year, okay, every freaking year, my brother will send a text message that says, Do you remember?
1: On, to, on the I 21st get, of September?
0: Yeah, on the 21st of September. And I was like, God damn it, you got me again. Goes like, through your
1: head all day, did not it?
0: Oh my God. And then <laughs> and then I'm like, how did I not see that coming? He does it every year.
1: <laughs> and you fall for it? Like, like, what? What? Remember what?
0: Yeah, I do. Every time. And then I'm so <laughs> mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are talking about uh, uh, Easy Does It. Um, first of all, hey, I think I need to go and we need to address some uh, some people um, on the uh, on the anchor uh, app Spotify sure. or Anchor uh, Spotify. Actually, you're right, Spotify. So, uh, so let's go to our episodes. Um, oh. How do you go to their episodes? So we had some people comment, I think, on the last one. Um, Down below, we had uh, Stratocaster Ski. Uh, The question was, have you ever been concerned you'll relapse while celebrating or having a good time? And then I said, explain in detail.
0: Be specific.
1: Yeah, so uh, so Ski says "Uh, the hell yes. I remember winning a very important annual contest at my job. I was so proud, uh, which for me can be dangerous. I took a sober girlfriend, just friends, with me to the conference to keep me, uh, to I guess you know to keep me from picking up. I guess that's so. That's that's that was our uh, our interactions on uh, the last episode. So, uh, so thank you, Stratocaster Ski for, for commenting on that. Um, So thinking about your question, what is the question going to be? Just remember Chelsea at the end of this, (laughs) we're going to have to put a question in. Okay. So, um, so what did you think easy does it?
0: Um, yeah, I think easy does it is it's vital because I don't know about you. When I first got sober, I was like, Oh my God, I have so much time. Like I can do so many things. And then it just like spiraled. Like I, I could not slow down. I was like, I need to read a book every night and I need to, um, you know, blog and I need to do this and that. And it was just like, I had no time to slow down at all. Like I, I was just trying to fill my time. So I wasn't thinking about drinking, but then it just, it kind of became overwhelming. So, um, and I do that still to this day. I'm not perfect by any means, but, Mm -hmm. um, I kind of go until I am exhausted and, then I'm like, whoa, like I probably needed to stop like a couple hours ago and just, you know, <laughs> eat something, maybe drink some water. Like I am just a creature that has to do everything to 100% or not at all. And, and are you, um, you're
1: always doing something still?
0: Yeah, always. I mean, if I'm vegging out, like that's a rare occasion now because I have so much going on, but... Um, you know, I'm, I'm never just like watching TV. I'm always doing something else. Like I'm folding laundry or, you know, I'm doing homework. Like it just, I cannot just do something simple, I guess. I feel like I've got to do more always. Mm -hmm. What about you?
1: I like, you know, you know, in my drinking days, that's the thing is I always like was, uh, I was still active. You know, because but I was just drinking. I was drunk I was making a lot of bad decisions, you know. <laughs> I was you know, I was I was blowing shit up or saying outlandish stuff, you know what I mean? Like uh, you know, if I was uh Yeah, you know, I remember I would get I would get shit faced in the spa and then get on Facebook, right? And just troll people and say rude shit and you know, just you know, whatever it was. <laughs> but I, I was always Again, always doing something. I could have just sat out there and watched the stars or whatever, right? But instead, mm-hmm. you know, I got my, you know, I'm getting shit faced, uh, burying my head in in Facebook playing music or whatever, right? Um, you know, playing the radio. And so, you know, I, um, but, you know, in terms of sobriety, I think that's the thing. I was, I've, I'm a very different person in sobriety than I was drinking because even though I am still going, you know, mm-hmm. I, um, i definitely uh the weirdest part is i actually finished it today so that's another weird part <laughs> so you know what i mean i mean it's it is kind of a strange thing to actually I accomplish things you know mm-hmm. i think when i was drinking i just started a lot of things and nothing ever nothing was ever completed and that was mm-hmm. just like that's pretty common for that my personality type i think um and so uh but in in sobriety, actually, I started to complete things. I started to accomplish things, and that just felt so good. And um, and so you know that was kind of that was almost becomes its own little addiction in itself. Like because it's you know I'm I'm um, you know I have self esteem. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm building self esteem by doing those things, so that feels really good. So that's mm-hmm. you know a little different about that. But one of the things it talked about in here, like right up front which is uh, a couple of attitudes which is like you're know, gulping uh food and and liquids down mm-hmm. it's like I literally I I when I I was reading it I was like oh my god like I totally do this like like I will be like oh, I've had enough of that soda and like halfway through I'll be like you know just I'm just feeling it. I'm older you know I can't my stomach can't <laughs> handle as much shit or whatever or, or I'm already full right and, and but I will I will just pound the rest of that stuff down And Mm -hmm. force it down literally because I'm like, how? What if it go? You know, I can't just toss that out. You know what I mean? But my, it's such a weird compulsion to do that shit, and um, and to gulp it. It's like that's, I see people like that do that all the time too. You know, like I'll watch them and I'll be like, damn, dude, like not enjoying that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know just like a, a coke or water or whatever right mm-hmm. so um so and then the other thing beyond that was the um which i'm sure you picked up on as well which is like a destructive obsession such as uh drinking uh, it's sensible to replace it with a benign one such as a compulsion to seek more and more knowledge and help for a drinking problem so i literally uh with my uh first sponsor i literally i went to him and i said hey like i I can't stop like listening to the podcast. I can't stop reading about, you know, recovery information. And this is like, I think it's detrimental in and of itself. Like I need to stop that. And it was like in that first year and I was just so obsessive about all this other stuff. And you
0: were, you were addicted to recovery. (laughs) I totally
1: was. And I felt like, you know, even though I was, I just, I was absorbing in, like, all this information, you know, like, you know, what happens, like, you know, to the body, what happens in long-term exposures, I mean, tons of things that I was just, like, so interested about, because now that I had you know, gotten free, I wanted to know, like, everything that there was to know about my condition, really, because I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I felt like the more that I knew, the better that I, off that I would be, and, and it's that hypervigilance, and, like, you know, that, Th- that's kind of stuff like i gotta know everything so i don't ever fall victim to that shit again <laughs> and, and so but uh but the thing is is like i went to my sponsor and and really my sponsor was like hey like um you know it's better than drinking you know and because i but i didn't see it that way you know i saw it as yeah. just as detrimental you know mm-hmm. and uh and then and then that too shall pass kind of stuff you know you you find that oh like yeah, I eased off, I backed off, I found other interests, I got more balance, you know, I worked mm-hmm. on that stuff, you know, but that was kind of hard to do and I think some, so for some people it doesn't go that well. Some people stay in that for a very long time or they choose something else, politics, religion, you know, recovery, chasing money, their jobs, mm-hmm. exercise, you know, like health, eating healthy, like it's like all, it just all... We can just take it all to like a whole nother thing, you know, and it becomes so um, overwhelming, I think, for those around us, too, because they're like, you know, I mean, I was like that with my wife. Like every conversation was about fucking recovery or like, you know, like I just be watching TV and I would be like, did you know he's sober? (laughs) <laughs> you know, and i fucking make everything about being sober it's so fucking ridiculous you know she's like and carl yeah yeah we're like you know we're like we're like watching star wars and i know whatever i don't know who it was on there but it was like at the time i was like yeah i read the, oh yeah that person's sober you know that kind of thing and it's just like you know really it's like she doesn't Yeah, you know, she just wants to watch a fucking movie with me she doesn't want to mm-hmm. like talk about that shit what about you? Did you get obsessive about it? Did you? Is there something that you got obsessive that in, in replacing of your drinking, like you know, whether it be exercise or uh, you know other studies or you know other stuff?
0: Well, exercise was for sure the first one because um, I was already kind of like interested in that at the time, and my whole like initial motivation for stopping drinking was to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what I told myself. Um, And then I realized realized I had a serious issue because I couldn't stay stopped. Um, So exercise was a big thing, but then, you know, that got, you know, hard to keep up with two a days, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it was just not sustainable. And then it was shopping and then it was um, Mm. makeup. And then it was arts, you know, I did a lot of resin pouring and, and paint pouring and crafts and stuff like that. So I definitely branched out and found different things, but it was like, when I found my next thing, I was like, okay, I need to like go full force. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, you know? And I had, I went, um, I had like an art, um, what would you even call it? Like a an art exposition, like where I had all of my stuff hanging up for sale and yeah. Yeah. um so I just did you sell took, anything by the way, just out of interest? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, did. Oh, it's cool. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um so I did that for a while and then, you know, I got into the recovery thing. Um I found sober pod. I listened to freaking like every single episode back to back to back. Um and that's I think that's the whole point of saying listen in moderation. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. I didn't do that at all. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and that's where it come from with my first sponsor because we talked about how I did the same thing with this other recover I did recovered cast. Like I mm-hmm. I went back, I paid the whatever the 8 bucks a month to listen to their stuff and go back through their they had over like a 1000 episodes basically. Mm-hmm. And I had well at the time I listened I think they had like 600 or something. But I w- I went and listened you know how terrible some of those first episodes were too (laughs) but i I listened to everything because i would commute and i would like whatever i was doing like you know i'd work and i would just listen to that stuff and uh yeah and that's kind of the idea behind the statement that we make which is listen in moderation because because it's about temperance to a certain degree like that's like after we stop drinking of course because that's what we do we we're all in on that shit and there's a certain i think a personality type that does that And so that's what this is trying to tell us. It's like from this easy does it, it's really trying to say like, hey, like, like there's a, there's a way to be moderate about these things. There's a way Mm -hmm. to be thoughtful and considerate with these things. And, you know, it's about really starting to apply balance. And, um, but I think when we're like what they say here in their statement, it's like, you know, it's a benign one. So by all means continue on, you know, if it's art or reading up on, you know, health recovery information or listening to podcasts so so please don't feel guilty just continue on because it is benign right it's better than the alternative what would the alternative be is that like you know uh, suddenly I, you know my brain's working in a whole different direction and now it's you know it, it's talking to the missus about hey well maybe i'll just drink it you know on funerals and weddings you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so i because i have that you know, that brain. So, you know, to me, that was uh, an acceptable thing. Like the, whether it be like finding uh, I did like small electronics and I did uh, obsessively uh, started to like, you know, thinking about doing those things, Uh, getting into art, like you said, a totally like, but here's the other thing is that I really feel like when I talk about those things and when you talk about those things, I also see the benefit of that, which is that you start to find what interests you because we don't even know you know, at that point, like what interests us. So I think it's healthy Mm -hmm. to step out and try all those different things, but because of our obsessiveness or, you know, we can definitely go too far in, in doing that stuff. Um, So what was the next thing that you got on that was like, I'm going to go all in. What was like that thing?
0: Well, it was like recovery for a while. So, um, you know, I started, Um, a blog. I I did like the Instagram thing, like, you know, Twitter got into that a lot um, and then kind of felt like obligated to do that stuff. And I don't do well when I feel obligated to Mm. do things. And so I like Mm. really backed off. Um, And yeah, it just creates a lot of anxiety for me when, when I feel like you know what I mean? I think a lot of like content creators probably feel that too. It's like people are expecting something of me so I have to do it even if I mm-hmm. don't want to. And you know, now I really try to do things that I enjoy and I don't put the that pressure on myself. You know, if it's ever feeling like I have to do something rather than I want to, if it's like a hobby or something, then It's, it's just not worth it for my own sanity. One thing that, one thing that I've done, um, recently, like I know that I, I still struggle with the go, 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 like the nonstop, like, Mm -hmm. um, I really now have to set like a limit. Like if I'm scrolling on Reddit, um, which I have done recently, I, tell myself, okay, I'm going to look at three more posts and then that's it. Then I need to, I need to cut it off. I'm going to go to bed. Like I have to really set a limit for myself or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to watch an hour of TV and that'll be it. Um, because otherwise I will just keep going. Um, I just, I, I cannot stop unless I have a hard, you know, boundary, uh, this is what's a healthy amount for me. And so I need to listen to that. Um, do you do any of that for yourself?
1: Oh my God. I wish I could more. I, so I, I will get sucked into, uh, uh, watching like YouTube or other podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I, I got my stoicism stuff that I love. And, uh, but, uh, but what I did do is I broke away And I started reading a different book that I thought was like it's not stoicism based, and I was like I needed to kind of do that because I will find myself just you know getting into all these things, and I've never read so much more than when I got into sobriety, which I I totally effing love. I mean I just love like reading now and I love being able to retain the information, not forget it. I love having a conversation with the author. I love disagreeing with what I'm reading sometimes because I'm like, Oh, like this is like, you know, so I'm not just sucking in the information that, you know, that, you know, that's, that I'm already aligned with that kind of stuff. So, um so yeah, I, uh, but, but I do, like I said, like I got switch book on purpose because I don't want to continue down the road of binging on like the stoicism stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, I'm going to go and pick up this other book that, you know, is a little different. So uh, but yeah, like when it comes to work, I, when, I totally relate. Uh, you like say like uh, um, like I'm just going to watch like one more video and then I'm done or I'm just going to watch one more read one more post and I'm done because. That's like, there's a certain point when you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to take a break 10 minutes and I'm going to go and scroll on my phone. And then, uh, and then the next thing I know, it's like, I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I like, I had enough of a break, you know, it's, it's 15 minutes. It's not 10 minutes. And now what am I doing? I had the little voice that comes up in my head that says like, if you do more than, you know, this moment, like you're just wasting time. You're just absolutely wasting. So Um, so yeah, that stuff can be not done in moderation, you know, and you need to set those limits just like anything, healthy limits, you know, and whatever that is. So, um, so I guess, do you do any, um, like the stuff they talked about, like lists or schedules, um, to like set goals? Do you have, do you have any goals like that set, like written down?
0: I do somewhere (laughs) right now. My, my main goal is to, to get through school. But, yeah. um, but, you know, one thing that is so interesting that I just thought of was um, I had this teacher when I was in high school, and he was a former smoker, mm. and he explained to us that he really believed in taking breaks. And so even though he wasn't a smoker anymore, he would take a smoke break. You know, every so often, yeah, he'd yeah. go take a five-minute break, just like sit outside and chill. And I know you've talked about doing that at work too, but I just think it's so interesting to hear, like, um, if you want to call it a smoke break, fine. Um, but it's simply (laughs) just like taking, taking a minute to like recalibrate and just like chill out. I, you know, I take, I have like two breaks a day at least and I go out and I vape for a little bit and I just kind of get away from work and then I come back and I'm just, you know, I'm a much happier person when I get that (laughs) 10 minute break Mm -hmm. than if I'm just going through it and, and just like really stuck in that grind. Um, and so when I actually take the time to do those breaks, I find that I'm more effective at what I'm, what I set out to do. You know, it's not always, you know go until you can't go anymore sometimes um i don't know i i have more of a clear head when i do that i i'll tell you i
1: <laughs> I, I i did it when i vaped and smoked right i had smoke breaks <laughs> mm-hmm. so um but i don't know if i really like for me it was like that always became like i was just like i would smoke like three cigarettes in a smoke <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, cause I was like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm still a smoker, right? Like, you know, you're, like you're, uh, who was it? Your teacher, right? Like I get mm-hmm. that because, uh, it's like saying like, uh, you know, um, it's like saying Car- I'm Carl and I'm an alcoholic. you like, I, I'm an alcoholic, but I just don't drink. Like I'm a smoker. I just don't smoke. So mm-hmm. I still fit in with the smokers. I still, you know, um, like when they're all out there, like I stand there, I'm not breathing in the smoke. I'm trying to get away from it most of the time, but I know what it means to have that that moment of like the brain it totally shuts off it doesn't have to worry about being you know back to wherever it is you're not thinking about your thing you're really taking a break and when you're when you're out there with the smokers and you are bullshitting it's the best conversation it's like uh it's just it's, um, it's mindless and mindful all at the same time. It has, its, mm-hmm. it has, it's an, it's an appropriate amount of distraction that kind of brings you back into the world a little bit, you know, so mm-hmm. that you can go back and do your thing. So I totally get that. And that's where, like, I would walk the parking lot. That's where walking became more of a uh, meditation for me and I actually did the walking meditation. So I would listen to it. And, um, and that's when I had, my, was that physical work? And now though that I'm home, I don't do it as much. And and it's been super hot, fucking balls ass Mm -hmm. hot. Like, I don't want. I do not want to go walking. So, (laughs) so um, so that's been that's kind of taking me out of my walk. But I'm hoping to get back into it when the when the sun, uh, you know, relents from its fucking, you know, (laughs) from its laser beams.
0: One thing that I did like about that the um, reading we listened to was like you know. If you start your day early, then you have more time to work with. And that is definitely something that I have changed. Um, You know, I used to sleep in so late, like till noon on the weekends. And now I'm like, uh, I'm up around the same time I get up during the week. Maybe I'll sleep in a little bit longer, but I'm up early enough because I know like, all right, if I get up early, I'm going to have more time to get what I want done Mm-hmm. And feel less rushed. Um, you know, if i I go to the coffee shop every morning to get my my drink, and if I get up early enough, then I don't have to worry about rushing to work and not getting my coffee. So it's just kind of things like that. Plus, I'm ritualistic and and mm-hmm. like my schedule, but um, maybe it's just getting older too. Like I don't know, maybe you start waking up earlier when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chelsea! But I Bet definitely notice, like, I feel like I've wasted a whole day if I wake up at like noon, you know. Yeah, and I and then I can I'm no stressing. longer
1: sleep like that. No way, like that is like that. I see that like how I used to be, like, cause mm-hmm. I drink until three, four in the morning, like, yo, know, in my thirties, like I was drinking and playing SOCOM, right, like it's a video game, and I literally was like. At uh, four or five in the morning, right, and I'm sitting, in, and then it's like, and you know, and my wife is yelling at me because I'm like, you know, because I'm talking shit online, like fuck you, <laughs> you know, and I'm like all drunk and shit, and um, and then I would get up for work, like I mean, I would go, I go to bed, and then I would get up for work at like seven, you know, or whatever, and then get to work by eight, and it was just like I didn't know how I even fucking did it but you know being young you kind of do that stuff but i look at it today and i go holy shit like so 8 years sober and i started to get up early to make that part of my thing right um and it is so like weird if i sleep until seven even i am like oh, no like f- the whole day's gone like you know <laughs> so, to me anyway because i really get up like you know pretty early now you know anywhere between five and six and then so um and then at that point um, you know, I meditate, you know, uh, do the readings, you know, do some journaling, you know, really got slow day for myself. It is like that. It does set the, the pace. And it really like what they said, it really is about doing some of that stuff. And and you never know it until you do it consistently and deliberately, uh-huh. because yeah. if you're not doing it consistent and deliberately, like, you know, then you're not going to get the true benefit out of it. The real benefit comes from being consistent in that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand any of that stuff. Cause I do it a couple days in a row thinking like, you know, well, you know, I sat here for five minutes, you know, for the last two mornings and nothing happened, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, but once you do it and you set it up as a, as you make that more of a, a habit, I guess, um, you know, something that you, you do, you know, consistently, it changes, Because you are having a different relationship with that experience every day, and like you, you kind of progress through that process as well. So whether that be meditation, prayer, and journaling, those three things for me i i change I've changed what I do during those times. The conversation in my head is different during those times. Like I used to be just complaining. You know, now it's like I've moved on to more like thoughtful considerations, and it's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game. You know, so you'll find that that stuff is um, is uh, is different as well. Hey, I do want to ask about uh, uh, I, I love these these things. Like when we do find ourselves uptight and even frantic, we can ask ourselves occasionally, "Am I really that indispensable?" Right? So I, I mean. Have you ever had that moment when you like realize, like, like, fucking anybody can do my job? <laughs> like, like yes. I,
0: it, you know what yes. I mean? So, I, I remember, like, oh, and this was, this was like a, a hard pill to swallow, okay? Cause, cause I feel like the clinic I work at, I helped build, you know, from right? kind of the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been there since they opened, like a month after they opened. And so I feel like I really did so much there and I knew the ins and outs and I used to have this idea of like, well, they would never survive without me. You know, they would never, they would never know how, like what to do. And then there was a day where I don't know if it was my husband or who it was, but they were like, everyone's replaceable. (laughs) And And I was like, like, Oh shit. I was like, (laughs) damn, you're right. And they're like, if you were gone, they would just find someone else, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that was humbling because I was like, Oh, well, I'm not like queen, the queen of the yeah, yeah. the clinic, you know, like I thought I was. And so, so necessary. And of course it's nice to feel, um, needed, but to kind of have that mentality that I had, like, you know, I, I am so, um, valuable that they could never, they could never do this without me. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's just, it's kind of a silly way to look at it now. Um, because I do fully believe like anyone can do anything. Um, you're not, you're not the special one, you know, as We're I not all to that be.
1: dissimilar, right. You no. know, in Not in our, not in our intelligence, not in our physical makeup, not in like Mm -hmm. our capabilities. Like, you know, if it can be done by another human being, you can certainly do it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the idea. It's just, you know, you apply yourself and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but you know, especially in our cases of work, you know, so the the funny part is like, so I was, uh, I was four years, uh, sober and I had called, I'm not going to name names, a relative and (laughs) I was talking to this relative who, uh, who basically was uh sweeping the loading dock, right? But was but was I mean, I had talked to this person in a while, right? But this person was sweeping the loading dock and don't you know that if that person wasn't doing what they were doing, that whole place would fucking just collapse without them, right? And I just sat there listening to that stuff just going like wow, like, you know, and and again, I'm very close to this person in terms of like upbringing and, you know, blah blah. And um in and I got to see, like, my thoughts coming out of somebody else's mouth for once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit, like, that's like, you think you're really important. And I was like, and as I was making that judgment on that person, I was like, in in the back of my mind, I was like, do I see myself the same way when I'm in my job and position? And then it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I do. You know what <laughs> I mean? So like, yeah. So it really leveled me and it really did the same thing. Except it was, um, I was talking to somebody who, like literally was like uh, just a, a you know a low man on the totem pole and um and then literally was fired uh i think a year later for drinking on the job mm. right so and you know they could never be fired according to them <laughs> <I guess. laughs> either way but that's the idea of it right um you know so so then the other thing to, that they asked is like is is this hurry really necessary do you ever find like one of the things that for me It's always about like, um, like to to get my kids to school or like, uh, you know, um, they got to go to some, you know, water polo thing or we're going, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's just always this like, you know, this fever and, you know, it's like forever around all this stuff. And then it's like I go, well, what happens if we're late? Like nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's (laughs) like it's like. (laughs) I mean, and then, uh, even the other day, it's like, it's so funny. My, my daughter, um, said, I don't know about, I mean, I don't know if you're ever going to have kids, but if you're ever going to have kids, this kind of shit would come up. So she was going to be late to school and she was just all like, oh my God, it's like, oh, you know, and again, you know, um, is this really necessary? I have to ask myself. So I, I asked the question, I go, I go, so you're just going to be late. I go, what happens? She goes, well, I go, I get, uh, I get put into, um, a detention or whatever, uh, for being late. And I said, and then the next thought to me, I was like, well, what happens if you just don't go? And she was like, nothing. And I go, well, they planned that one. Well, didn't they? I go, you don't have to go to school today uh, <laughs> it's like, oh because God. it's like, because, because the fact is this, it's like, I'm not gonna, I never had to really worry about, I mean, she's a good student, right? Yeah. She gets her grades. Like, you know, th- she's not going to go ditching and doing all this other stuff. She is, she's a reliable person. And because, you know, they put that penalty on there, I'm like, I'm not going to sweat it. I'm not going to, we're not going to go getting in the car and hurry to get to, you know, and have that anxiety. I tell you what, just call, get your work, and, I, you know, I'll clear you for the day, and you'll be done. And that's it. No more anxiety, no more pressure, no more bullshit. And it mm-hmm. just seemed to fit for my personality at that moment just to say, ah, eh, who cares, <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, what are they going to do? Take away her birthday? And again, it's like... You know, it's just not that big of a deal, is it? you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and then to put and they put so much pressure on it for the students, and I just kind of go, but why, you know what I mean? it's like, yeah. she's a straight a student who's gonna graduate i you know, I don't care, you know, mm-hmm. so um, so that's the kind of stuff that you know I also which was the next question, how much does it really matter, right you mm-hmm. know do you ever have you ever found yourself like um like I don't know what it is like preparing for a you know, a party or like trying to get something done that maybe isn't necessarily a necessity at that stage? Have you ever done that and just stopped yourself from being like, does this even really matter? Like school, yeah. for instance, like do you, like you hurry up to get like to a test or something and then do you have anything you know, like
0: that? You I, know, I can't think of like a specific one, um, but I do, I do know like at work, um, if I'm really upset about something, um, I have to really think to myself, you know, is this going to matter five years from now? And if not, then, you know, the sayings like don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. And so I really try to practice that. Um, It's not easy, but, you know, I, I failed an exam. Um, It's the first exam I've ever failed in the course or in the, um, at school. And I was just, devastated and so upset for a few days. And then I was like, you know what? This isn't going to matter. You know, like I'm going to graduate. This, this is one test, you know, and plenty of people fail tests. Mm -hmm. So I just really put that behind me and, and let it be kind of a lesson that, you know, that, that one test doesn't define me, you know, much like your daughter being late for school one time, whatever. Like it's, yeah. it's maybe it'll ruin her perfect streak of, of going to school, but you know, she's still going to graduate, you know, it's not going to matter yeah. even like at the end of the week. So, exactly. Um, exactly, it's, I think it is important to kind of take a step back, especially for me when I'm like obsessing about something or I have so much anxiety over something. I have mm. to think like, well, what's the worst possible outcome? And if it's not that bad, then why am I stressing so much about it? Why am I putting this unnecessary, um, panic, you know, going into panic mode over Mm -hmm. something so trivial, you know? So, um, really kind of doing that in, in a lot of things. And one thing that's helped me like ease some of this stuff is getting up and starting early in the day. You know, mm-hmm. I used to be the most impatient driver. You know, you're driving slow. I'm going to fucking go around you and then get in front of you and, you know, just make it, make you know that you are going too slow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you were holding like, me up.
0: Well, and if like, if it wasn't for I, you,
1: I'd be there by now.
0: <laughs> and I can't stand like slow walkers. Like I've yeah, always got to sneak by, <laughs> like just so impatient, but you know, yeah when I get up early, I actually enjoy, enjoy the little things. Like I get to not speed to work. I get to listen to something on the radio and kind of, you know, get my mood right for the day. Um, I get to, you know, it's just a different, it's just a different way of, I was never like this before ever. It was always the sleep as long as you can panic, get to work, and go yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so and I I, I tune into uh uh you know, uh had a speaker say once it's like you know, I was like a dog running on linoleum like all this activity running nowhere <laughs> like I literally that's how my life was and and all this energy useless energy spent doing these other things and that's why you know the, when I start thinking about easy does it for me it's like I, I do really operate on that level at times where I am like okay easy does it but get it done that's the idea it's like you know, but do it right. Easy does it, mm-hmm. but do it. That's the that's the full quote that they, you know, because <laughs> it easy does. It is just the mantra. But there is the but do it because you can't sit there and put things off. You can't you. You can't. Um, like I say, they, they said, if you're somebody who is like who loves doing lists. Great. But if you're like somebody who starts obsessing about your lists, then start, you know, start making sure that you do like just three things on those lists. You know really set your pace for those things and that's why you know we, we put you know, put the articles up at silverpod.com you know for that because it's like it is about like um, that temperance and moderation um, but it's not about that procrastination and it's not about the hesitation it really look at me going off fucking like I'm like rhyming and shit like fucking and the, and the fucking, <laughs> like, like Jesse Jackson or something it's not about the procrastination it's about the hesitation you know, you know, um, <laughs> but uh, it's yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so um but no it that's that's the idea behind it and that for me has really worked well it's like uh I have um again that steadfastness to approaching my life and everybody I talk to my friends like oh you do a lot you just like are always moving and doing stuff it's yes and no because the fact is this it's like um I, just in comparison you know because you know I because I have things to do. I have I have lists of what I want to accomplish. And when I'm sitting around and like we say, like I'm gonna look at two more fucking posts and that's it. Because when I say that's it, I'm thinking, what's next on that list for things to actually do that matter? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, because this right now doesn't matter, right? So and again I have to remember to do those things on the list in that moderation and in that in that steadfastness rather than binging because if I do that I start to uh, ignore all the other things that I found in my life that I really do enjoy time with my family, time with my, you know, loved ones, my dogs, you know, uh, know, friends and, you know, conversations that I love enjoying going to meetings and doing all these other things. Uh, Time for the podcast, all that stuff. It's like if I'm not doing all those other things more efficiently then all this other stuff that I've learned to appreciate gets, you know, nudged out because I'm binging doing this other shit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, it may take longer to do all these other things and I may get to it at some point. But the fact is, is like, you know, I have those things written down. I know where I want to head with those things. Um, Now it's a matter of like taking the time and, you know, to get there from here. So Um, what about you? How do you operate on your daily? I know school and work are like your two major Functions, but you also have like your dogs and you have your husband and you have your your home life and your family. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you how do you balance all that stuff as it comes to easy? Does it
0: Uh, think about it? Yeah, it's such a challenge. But what I have. What I've done, like when there's been conflict with my husband and I, because, you know, my life is school right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of just sat down and we said, we talked about like what his needs were, what my needs were, and kind of figured out, okay, so what matters, like what's important is that I sit down and eat dinner with him, you know, and mm. just take that time to spend some quality time with him and not think about school and not think about, you know, anything else. That's really
1: adult, Chelsea. That's fucking awesome. I know.
0: know. But, you know, it's just like, you know, his, his needs matter too. You know, it's not just all about me, which I can get caught up in like, Oh, you don't understand. Like I have so much shit to do, Mm -hmm. but I need to understand that it takes two, you know, in, in a relationship, it really takes two. And so I need to be mindful of that. And even though I might be dying a little bit on in, on the inside, like, oh my God, I could be doing so many more important things. That's really important to him. And so taking that time to just, yeah, just spending time with him because that's what he needs. And in turn, it does help me kind of take a, a step back, like, oh yeah, this is important too. You know, it's not just, it's not just school. Like my life can't just be that I've got to find that balance between spending time with family and like taking out the dogs once in a while, because he's been doing it all day. Um, you know, and just doing what I can, um, to show that I am appreciative and, and am a partner in things. And, I think that can apply almost anywhere, you know. There's got to mm. be give and take. It can't just be take, take, take.
1: Mm-hmm. It takes two, baby, <laughs> to make a dream come true. All right, so um, so I think that's all we have for today's sh- ooh, look at. Ooh, we're like stopping like right on right now that our time says uh, one hour. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we're stopping for today, but next week we will be back with. Uh, 19 guess what the next one is do you know what the next one is don't look mm-hmm. it up don't cheat don't cheat don't cheat
0: I have no idea
1: it's the best one it is the one that makes everybody's eyes roll in a meeting it is being grateful so that's uh, <laughs> so, so the topic but you know I I, I really am, am I'm, I'm jazzed about this one I'm, I'm having like a lot of gratitude lately I am totally like beaming I'm just like so glad to have a job Telling mm-hmm. you that, like having something to do. Oh my gosh, like I'm just so grateful. Uh so you know, I'm prepared to be talking about gratitude next week. But yeah. you know, by the time we get there, I'll be like, I fucking hate this gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But I'm also doing the hundred days of gratitude on Instagram right now. So mm-hmm. if uh, if you so wanna go follow me, um, I don't know, find a way to follow me. I think I've um, I've been <laughs> posting it on uh Facebook Silver Pod Live. So but either way, uh don't forget we are part of the Silver Pod uh uh sorry, the the Fire Network, the Friends of Recovery uh Fire Network. So they also have a podcast. Uh so you can go to Friends and Recovery podcast and see about them. But also I'm gonna start I'm gonna post some of that you know, information for the uh Friends and Recovery um you know network, uh, the fire network. Um, uh, you know, on silver pod or, you know, because I don't know how if their website's going to go up or not, but I'm going to start posting that stuff. So, um, so if you'd like a link for that and to go read like what we're proposing, please by all means contact us. Uh, and that really is about us just like helping to pr- promote each other and helping us to, uh, uh, you know, uh, help other content creators, you know, who are doing stuff in recovery that you know, may be cool or interesting, you know, I don't know what you got going on, but uh, but we definitely like to to see it. Um, other than that, Chelsea, uh, is there anything more we should, we should share with the pretty people out there?
0: Well, I am still trying to figure out a question for this week's episode. Um, maybe it could be like, uh, when's a time where you realized you need to take it easy?
1: When is the time when you realized you really need to take it easy?
0: Mm-hmm. Something like that.
1: When is the time you utilized the concept of easy does it? There you
0: go. Also, I was going to say you can follow us on Twitter at SoberPod. You can also follow me at Sip and Sync. You can join SoberPod Live by going to um, Facebook dot slash So soberpod slash group. Is it group or sorry? groups? I think it's groups. Okay, groups. And then you'll find SoberPod Live, just request to join. Um as long as you're not a robot, you will get accepted.
1: <laughs> as long as you're not a robot.
0: Yeah, we have some limitations on there, but they're not
1: too heavy of limitations. I think it's like you should have like a um a account for like a couple months or something. Like I think that's the only thing that we do so that we know that it's like somebody's, you know, not just like coming on to start posting dick pics or whatever. So um, but Hey, you know, I mean, if you want to send those, uh, info at <laughs> <laughs> just get those direct, you know? Uh, and then, Oh, I would really like, uh, so again, more participation. There is an audio thing. So if you're on Spotify using the Spotify app or I think it's the anchor app, either way, uh, you can leave a voicemail, like a one minute long voicemail, so on your computer, your phone or whatever, otherwise, so you can like, you'll answer the question, you know? Uh, mm. So just make sure that you, um, you repeat the question and then, uh, and then answer it if you'd like. Uh, so you'll have one minute to do that so that we can, we can play it on the podcast. We'd love to start doing that stuff too. Uh, more involvement, uh, the more the merrier. Um, and then, uh, anything else? Are we doing anything else? Um,
0: big bang and bod Phil, he's oh, on we're right. pod. Live and um, he does those weekly classes. I think they're on Saturdays. Yeah, and... he just posted one
1: uh, uh, yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he's yeah, standing and... in the woods. In the woods. Wow. It's, what are the um, park, somewhere. You, I don't know. It's supposed <laughs> to be a beginner's, but I am like, I feel so out of shape afterwards. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, oh, man. I'm going to do like five minutes of Phil's video and have to come back another day. <laughs> right. Cause he he, got, he did like 20 minutes. I can't do 20 minutes of this stuff. I know. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's so crazy. So it does tell you like how out of shape, mm-hmm. you know, you can be. So yeah, I, I totally hear you there. And it really is sad.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I do, I totally it, yeah. appreciate it because like, I don't even know where to start. I haven't been in a gym mm-hmm. in a long time and obviously <laughs> but it's different types
1: yeah it's a different types of exercises without weights or without like you know other equipment you can it's just totally mm-hmm. like you on you and it's like so that's what I liked about it is I didn't have to go buy any hand weights or do anything weird Um mm-hmm. and again that it's not in front of people I really enjoy that yes so yeah <laughs> 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 so either way, but he is also available as as a, a long-term uh you know, health and fitness like nutrition coach. So if you want to use him uh and you know, you, you're familiar with him by all means pick him up because that's you know, that's why he's doing it after all is because he's mm-hmm. he's really looking for for um I guess clients at that point. That's what he would call him. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, so he super nice dude. Uh uh I I recommend him highly. Uh he is definitely uh on the same wavelengths as we are in recovery. He he's learned a lot about it since coming on to Silverpot. He's actually done a lot of reading up on it and how he can better help uh, addicts, alcoholics in their recovery. So I thought that was cool. You know, just somebody's taking the time to do that stuff. So that's pretty awesome. All right. um, Then that's it. That's all she wrote. That's 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 the end. This is the end. (laughs) So uh, so we'll see you next week on uh, on the topic of gratitude. So so please, by all means, um, uh, start start. Posting, you can even send us, um, what should we do? Should we get people to send us, like, what are you grateful for, recordings? That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, give me, that would yeah, be give great. Give me one
1: thing that you're grateful for that week, and then we can include that on the podcast. Send that before uh, next Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, party people, that's it, you fucking reprobates. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Um, Chelsea, uh, what, what, do you, what do you say to the kind people? Deuces. I say stay active, stay sober, fuck, and see ya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <there's> <laughs>